Hello everyone, welcome to this newest episode of Generation BTS, the podcast where we review BTS albums, but not today. Today we're here for a very special 10th anniversary celebration episode. So uh, we will be talking about the Festa songs. Yay! It will be exciting. So we'll go through, um, there's a few different Festa songs, but we'll pick one from each year. So that's going to be what we'll talk about today. And uh, to introduce myself, I'm Christine. I am 29 years old and I have been ARMY, I'm going to say two years now, it's coming up to two years. And with me, as usual, I've got Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm 34 and I've been army about 15 months now. Hi, I'm Natasha. I'm 19 and I've been army for six years. Seven. Still. <laughs> yeah, still six. Was it cool. six years when we started a year ago? Is it not six? When did you, for Wings, 2016? You're like, coming up to like, seven years then. Because Wings came out in October. Yeah, but we're in May. Yeah, so like six and six, six and a half. Years, seven this year. Yeah, very good. All right, and yeah, like I said, today we're going to be talking about the Festa songs to celebrate the lovely tenth anniversary of uh, BTS. Now the episode might not be out till July, but yeah, we wanted to do something special for the anniversary, so this is what we came up with, and uh, hope you enjoy. And I know that there was a little bit of, I, I think you said that there's a few like covers and things that have also been released for Festa. Yeah, I think there's usually an original and a few covers and whatever. Yeah, so we've picked one where possible, the original song each year. And we're just going to talk about those like we normally talk about an album and then give out some Festa season awards and they'll be in the same same format as always. So yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy. But first, we shall be talking about some recent events. And again, I've done them in member order. So starting off with RM, he had a music video come out with Cold for Mm -hmm. the song. We already talked about the song. We were okay about it. Mm. I haven't listened to it that much since, I'm not going to lie. But have you changed your opinion on the song at all? No. No? still think it's the uh, music video is pretty boring as well yeah <laughs> <was>. i know <laughs> it's just standing by this it, like round thing but i'm sure it has it meaning really in all this, is it so, like a yeah. is it like a hole like hole. a black hole is it like it zooms from clip that sorry like it zooms in and you don't see it and i thought as he fell in it it looked like you know when you go ice fishing you mm. do uh, one of those round yeah. holes but i don't know whether that's what it's meant to be i've not i didn't watch it that intently i'm not gonna lie yeah i've only watched it a couple of times it looked great in it yeah um they did have different colored mics okay i really wish i remember about the blue mic yeah and that was that's literally all i thought i thought you look really handsome i wish you had the blue mic yeah but you... then but then the blue sparkling mic would have stood out and yeah the, in the black and white tone of the I whole thing really gone with the video and i was like yeah, no, uh, I don't think we've talked about his vocal covers. They were nice. Mm, mm. Flawless. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did a little poll on our Instagram story. So uh, I think people preferred the one with the white jumper mm. where he's like sort of lying down. Yeah, and the interview was really good. Mm-hmm. We talked a bit about upcoming military and how he was sort of preparing and getting ready mm. and about how the meaning of life is happiness. And it was very, um, yeah. <laughs> So that's what he's been up to. Jin 
still in the military <laughs> but he sent us a message for a roast day which i'm realizing that this month is almost over so we're about to get a new message that would be nice as well we'll we'll circle back to you jen because you have uh, contributed to this selection of songs um sugar is back on tour he's just completed his indonesian leg he looked like he had a really bad cold and then instead of the like remember he had the whiskey on stage he had like a ginger lemon thing on stage with it yeah but he said he was doing well he said he was feeling okay and he did also did his movie date cinema date thing and uh, his fan calls yeah i've not they've put out a bank time bomb of the movie date but i've not watched it yet because i'm too jealous (laughs) stupid Korean armies. Anyway. Yeah, the fan calls were cute, though. I've seen a couple of videos of the fan call. There's this one girl that goes, what's that? What's that? And he's, like, pointing at his face. And she's like, no, no, come closer. Like, that, that. And he's like, what? And, like, pointing at his face. And she's like, handsome guy. And he's like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but he looked very bashful. I did see one fan call, and she's like... I've been to, I've seen you nine times. And he's like, nine? And she's like, yeah, I went to all these, all these, all these. And I'm like, how we're expecting her to be like, oh, I went to Wings. I went to this, like a, a group concert. But no, she's been to every yeah, single yeah. D-Day tour you can think of. Oh, she's just been to all nine of D-Day. D-Day. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I saw that one too. And she was like, yeah, I went to all the New York, all the Chicago, all the like, freaking LA, LA dates. Okay, yeah. yeah. And she she was like, like, oh, he was like, oh, you saw my concert. And he was like, yeah, yeah, nine times. <laughs> and he's like nine and he's like, he's like yeah no no more dream and she's like no more what yeah. no she didn't say that but um she must have spent a lot of money trying to see him so it was nice for her to get a i wonder what phone call. she was oh i think oh, different she, no she was in um i think she said in the call she was in standing because there's a bit where she says like oh yeah yeah i always stood right next to the phone that you picked but it's okay it's okay because i'm talking to you now and i'm like but yeah, that's what he's been up to. And then J-Hope is also in the military, but he posted some photos of him in his uniform because he, he completed his basic training. He's got his phone back. He's still liking the boys' Instagram and commenting is. on Weavers. Yeah. Jimin was in London. <gasps> yes. That I'm was sorry. nice. <laughs> yeah, we're in London, so he came to. Yeah, he actually came to support me with my pink hair fiasco. Um. <laughs> you listen for part two hopefully hear him a little bit yeah no we didn't see him we don't know anything he did except for the harry potter world what he posted on his uh instagram mm. that was uh it was nice to think that you might see him around when you were uh, out around london it's the first time many of them's come to london since i've been a fan yeah that was exciting and i was happy there were no unsolicited photos mm. let's say mm. And also his Fast and Furious soundtrack came out. And oh, it's really good. Angel in mm-hmm. that like one. Yeah, yeah, very good. Like mm-hmm. it. Beautiful vocals. There's loads of other people on it, in addition to Jimin, as I'm sure everyone knows. But, um, they're not as good. They're not as good, no. <laughs> Tay's been to Paris mm. and to Cannes, I think, as well. Mm, he the Celine show. went to Naomi Campbell's birthday party with Park Bogum and Lisa from Blackpink. So I don't think it was like a it wasn't a Celine show but it must must have been like a Celine event because all three of them were there and I think he's been more active on Instagram oh I saw his live in general oh yeah it only lasted a few minutes Mm -hmm. and it was like four in the morning but I was there awake but he was wearing a vest 
Yeah, I saw some translations. And he was talking about how he was still a little jet lagged. And then the last person we've got to catch up with is Jungkook. He was live again after they announced about Festa. They're going to do something for Festa, which we don't still don't know exactly what it is, but we've got the little roadmap today. He sang some songs, including the Angel. And he talked about how he was going to cut his hair for the military gradually so that we won't notice. Yeah. And... He couldn't sing so loudly because he'd had a noise complaint from his neighbours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not about the music, but about the vibrations. Yeah. So he'd apologised to them. And I was like, who are these people? These neighbours. Who have, like, get to live, like, above, next door, below JK. And then have put in a noise complaint. Well, he's building his own house now, though, isn't he? Hopefully it's soundproof. We have no neighbours. I think I was more jealous that he had neighbours. I assumed he didn't have any. Probably old people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does old sing at like 4am and like on like Tuesday nights at 4am. So I kind of get it that it's annoying, but... He's the golden maknae. Yeah. There's no, there will be no complaints had about him. Uh-oh. Maybe like when they see on news, they'll be like, oh God, he yeah. didn't know his complaint. For, Maybe they didn't know. For JK. Just been like, oh, this neighbour. Yeah. Any other updates anyone wants to discuss? We are going out for dinner tomorrow for our one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the look on Christine's face then was like, what are you talking about, Leanne? How is this relevant? <laughs> because we've had our year. That's a big deal. Yeah. One year since we put out the podcast first episode. Yeah, it's been a motherfucking year, as RM would say. So that is an excellent transition, actually, into our first song, which is celebrating the first year of BTS. So we're right in unison with them, really, I feel like. We're on our first year and they're on their 10th year. So yeah, we'll see how long we both end up going. But if we can uh, emulate them, then then that'd be good. We also need them to keep going to enable us to keep going. Yeah, but we've got a lot of back catalog to get through. In 10 years, we might get to solos. Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, so yeah, if we uh, end up making it to 10 years, we'll do another dinner, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, I assume we'll do it in the next year in two years. Maybe we shall see. Let's get into the first track. Do you want to tell us about Sofa Amora and Natasha? Yes, so their first anniversary song was called Sofa Amora. It's an OT7 song released in 2014 and it is based on a pro eras track, Like Water, but the New lyrics are written by RM, Sugar, J-Hope. And the beat remake was by Slow Rabbit and the melody by Slow Rabbit and P-Dog. Do you um, know who Pro Era was? Because I looked into it for like two seconds. I tried to find it on Spotify, but no, it came up. Yeah, I did too. But then I YouTubed it and there was a, like a, a music video for it. But essentially they're like a hip hop collective from Brooklyn, New York, which included quite a lot of people like rappers and producers and the only one I'd heard of was Joey Badass Uh, but apparently it was formed in in 2011 so not very long before they put this out that's all I know about pro era (laughs) um so the song starts with RM and his classic line yo it's been a year 
it's been a motherfucking year. Uh, <laughs> and he's a little weird, like, haha. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in the good life. <laughs> living the bad life. Whatever. It is the first. It's not important because we're here. <laughs> it's the first one. So it's 2014, right? A little yeah. tiny baby Bangtan. It's after their whole school era they've done that, but I think before Dark and Wild. So, yeah, after RM's intro. It then says, even when a year passes and even when another year comes, you and I will be walking on the same melody again, even when the night comes. Even when it passes, our performance for a better life will continue. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah. In the behind the scenes, when he was explaining the lyrics, he was very concerned with like, and like, actually, we are performing for a better life. So yeah. you should really try and get that into your singing. Mm. So that was our, that was unclear for anyone, which I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then he says, I don't want to fucking lie. My dream is above Saw Tower. My mind is under the ground floor. Having become a hostage to life, I choose to be ambitious. To get lost in one day is my hobby. Every day I feel clueless and overwhelmed. Like monthly rents, my loneliness is overdue. Which apparently the word overdue is referring to how you can get behind schedule like paying your rent. So it's like your loneliness is piling up. And then it says, if you know... The antonym for loneliness, lend me some. Oh, so sad. So you know the opposite word for loneliness. It is really sad. Even then, it it hurt reading the lyric, thinking that that was 2014. But in 2014, he was starting to feel lonely and cut off. I thought he was talking about how, because he obviously talked about how his dream is above Soul Tower and his mind is under the ground. I thought he was talking about how there's a lot of space still between where he wants to be and where he is and he feels like he's putting in all this he gets to it later but he feels like he's putting in all this work and not really getting to where he wants to be whereas now he's probably got to where he wants to be and maybe feeling well more ambivalent about it than he thought he would but I, like when you listen to it I don't think it's um compared to Jungi's verse it's not like an angry like no it's sad they were just talking about when, because in the behind the scenes, he was also like, oh, yeah, so I've written this chorus. And then also, like, the rappers are going to talk about, like, how we feel about having done this for a year. Um, he said each. celebrate, didn't he? The rappers are going to celebrate what it's been like for a year and we're all going to share our thoughts and feelings. Mm. I also read that he uses the phrase about the antonym to loneliness in his mixtape as well, which came out a year later. And then he says... There are many places where I belong, but why is it that I can't find the real me anywhere? Who knows? You know. You don't. I know. I don't. It's been a year already, but I can't get used to it no matter how many times I try. Every night standing in front of the mirror and touching the side of my lips, I ask myself, are you really the Kim Namjoon that you've known? Yeah. Um, Constant struggle. He never knows. Jesus. This is like reflections. The persona, persona. intra persona, who am I? How can you feel that when you're 17? (laughs) He was 19, but yeah, clearly he had that on his mind for a long time. But I think they they all have talked about being sort of advised to create their idol persona from a really early stage. Yeah, yeah. They're probably more like after a year being like, oh God, I don't know who I am. It's like they've been told like, this is what type of group we want. Yeah, exactly. This is how how we want you to appear as an idol. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're like, 
thinking, is this really me? It could also be like a a way of keeping some of it, parts of yourself private, but then obviously everything that we talked about in the persona episode about when you sort of lose yourself in that persona, that's where the issues come and you don't you sort of start to think of this persona as yourself. Which is why it's interesting because the expert on Jungian theory was talking about how RM seems to have such a good grasp on like what is Kim Nam Joon and what is RM. Mm. But then obviously he's still having these issues with it. He says rap doesn't have to be fast rap and the same goes with life. We all pour oil into water sometimes, wondering why the mountains that are my goals, success and dreams won't get close to me which is linking back to the soul tower yeah. that you were on about earlier. Mm-hmm. I was feeling impatient because the water won't turn into fire even though I tried so hard. Mm. Water and oil, they will never mix. I When he says, like, we all pour oil, water into oil sometimes, I was like, that must be, like, an expression or something. So I looked it up, but it says it means to, like, make peace between people who are arguing. But I don't think that's what it means here either. But then he goes on to talk about how he's frustrated at not having the same starting point as a lot of other people. So I think he means as in like he's only got water, but everyone else has got oil as in like wealthier oil companies. Mm. So no matter what he adds to it, it won't make a difference. His water will never become oil. Exactly. Yeah, you can't like work hard enough to make your water into oil or blend it with the oil but then um it says it looked like it would never change but now things have started look at me who came to boil soon i'll become a fire and burn with flames yeah and he still doesn't have any oil but he's going to bring his water to the boil so that he'll be able to compete with the the flames he's been trying to create success like reach his ambitions without any of the resources of the bigger companies and finding that sort of no matter how hard it works he won't be able to like get there or at least get there at the same speed but now he's sort of proving his resolve to still sort of make it work somehow so so yeah then it goes to the vocal where it says even when year passes and even when another year comes you and i will be walking the same melody yeah and it's the same chorus they take turns singing it though they all take one so jk does the first one and then v then jim then jim so that was v's effort that we just heard rendered by natasha (laughs) (laughs) i don't think she's gonna render them another four times to be honest no so i uh, liked it it was remind me of early bangtan where they just share it out amongst the vocalists yeah it's like we're a rap group we've only got one vocal bit but there's four of you, so we'll just do that bit over and over. Yeah, at least they didn't make them share, which sometimes they <laughs> sometimes do. Sometimes they do, yeah. Jungi yeah. says, a year without any space of comfort, I was walking on thin ice. I don't know where I'm going. The conflict of my emotions through my deep sigh now belongs to yesterday. I still can't sleep, even at night. A uh, confusion that was expected. Sleepless nights continue. A prison that is envy, jealousy and competition oppresses and suffocates me frequently. My yeah. future is like an inkwash painting. Yeah, a simacra, I think is what he says, but that means inkwash painting. So it said, the translation I read says that he means like my future is blurry. The two-letter word, success, that fills my mind. Things I have to do and things I want to do, 
and Gulliver standing in between the two. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay, so I take a quick break to talk about those. Yeah. Like without any space for comfort, I I wrote that we know that they lived in a very small physical space at this time. So he's talked about on such a time there being eleven of them in one room at one point, but I think by this time there probably were only the seven of them. But he was struggling with the schedule, obviously saying that he couldn't sleep at night. Obviously, he's talked about being consumed with ambition and he wants to prove all his doubters wrong. And then the reference to Gulliver, the second Gulliver reference we've had, mm. we talked about it in Spinebreaker. And apparently there's also one on Dark and Wild. So I've bought the book now, Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> I'm going to read it and get back to you because I didn't, I wasn't sure what this meant. But apparently it refers to how Gulliver was caught between an ideal and a fantasy world. Mm and reality so obviously he's talking about the things he has to do and the things that he wants to do but in the book Gulliver travels to all these far-off places and then meets like tiny people and then giants and then like all sorts of other things so I'd assume that that's the fantasy world but I'm I think those worlds are meant to be like satirical and not necessarily like ideals but I'll come back to you after I've I've read the book Mm. have I achieved my dream I lost my dream still don't know have I put off my dream of success behind the smile I put up like a fool exactly a half of me is crying this is the evidence of my confusion about my identity reality and ideal I get numb gradually and frustrated my sigh grows bigger from the first for and the conflicts about music yeah so I'm guessing like he obviously he didn't want to be like he didn't try it to be an idol. That wasn't his dream. He just wanted to work with music. So he's saying he might have like given up his actual dream to be successful. To be successful, yeah. Then he's also kind of showing the first signs of recognizing the idol persona where he's saying, like, behind my smile, I'm crying. So the smile he sort of has to put on. I think that it looks like they're still sort of at this point, obviously they're not very successful. So they're still doubting whether they can be successful and sort of live off their music at this stage is what I'm getting from the Messiah grows bigger from the thirst for and the conflict about music mm. spoiler alert Difficult. get rich no, yeah. <laughs> he makes it Yeah, you're gonna spoiler, get there spoiler alert there's a happy ending I think all our listeners hopefully know that already so we've not spoiled anything for them but well we'll we'll hear as we go they get more confident in a a few songs time not gonna lie so i really like the the research for this episode you can really see them develop and just get more comfortable to the point where Aaron's like yes I'm going to just sing about my bicycle yeah. <laughs> like, I was like imagine 2014 Bangtan like how much they would have agonized over the you see yeah. that from the Bangtan bomb they're agonizing over the lyrics they're agonizing about the need to celebrate they want to work really hard they're in that room where they play the prank on RM and he asks them if you want Bangtan or to go solo like it's oh, all yeah. around that time when they're trying so so hard and then like six years later he's like so I've written this about my bicycle and they're like love it love it let's put it out the level of confidence uh, yeah, yeah I guess it's also like this is like yeah hip-hop 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 and then later on you get the like oh I'm just gonna sing a little less song really and listen to I on miss your you. yeah. I love you yeah <laughs> yeah 
so uh, so yeah we have an arc guys it gets there they do the chorus again and then j-hope goes the time over that i can feel occupied with my life didn't realize the steps i took for one year i'm ill when the sun goes up and at night i write lyrics again i live every day of my life like a live performance there's no lip sync well yeah what guy (laughs) never lip syncs ever no um but I read that, that it reminds me of Disease, the song from B, where he talks about being ill with ambition. I don't know if that's what he's talking about here, but maybe it's with like exhaustion or something. Mm. In the Bangtan mom as well, he's like on this computer, like writing lyrics and then he's recording them and then he's back on the computer and then he's like... It's he's, like obsession, right? Yeah. He's obsessed with it. Yeah. It's a bit of it in, in the Hope in the Box documentary as well, which I've not watched all of because we're going to see it in the cinema mm. at the start where he's like... I don't know why I'm pushing myself so hard. It's just who I am. There's a bit where he talks to his dad on the phone and he's like, oh, you're in Seoul today. Well, I can't come see you because I've got too much work to do. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no, no, I've just got to do this work, actually. So uh, after that's when he's like, there's no one telling me, like, you have to do this work today. It's just who I am. It's my personality. And then he says, with this effort, I open the door of my beginning. The more I sweat, the bigger my stage gets cheering applauses the support feels like a gift to me as more attention is drawn my eyes already get teary i feel burdened by the amount of love i receive oh thank you yeah they've all got these worries at this point in time so early on so many worries be worried yeah but i guess like this is the time when you're worried and then maybe there was a period around like wings love yourself when they were like oh yeah we've made it we've done everything we wanted to and then now it's like what do we do now yeah i don't know mm. i think it's less worried and more reflections on the time mm. so there's still worries around the love yourself here there's still worries on map of the soul there's still worries in indigo and in d-day yeah, yeah they're just they, they live at this stage within their early idol so they don't have that they just don't have the breadth of experience to worry about much more. Yeah, but Not then also, successful. yeah, but that would be like your main concern at this point in time. If you've like they trained for about three mm-hmm. years, most of the rappers, if you've put in all that time, you've sort of sacrificed studies, sacrificed honing your skills at anything mm-hmm. else. And now you're like a year in, you may be not as successful as you thought you might be. Mm-hmm. Then obviously that would put pressure on you but like he says obviously more success and more fans also come with more pressure mm. I thought it was really interesting how early it was mm. because they're not fully formed but they are who they are yeah, like yeah. Aram's versus an RM verse yeah as is Youngie's one as is Hobie's one like Aram's is sad and lonely Youngie's is reflective. a bit angry reflective and lacking and sleep but unsure about the ambition and then Hobie's is like over ambitious but hopeful they're still showing those parts of their personality yeah. and their vulnerability all the way back in 2014 yeah as much as we talk about idol personas and everything like that you can see that they're authentic yeah exactly, they're themselves yeah. they're themselves yeah. and that stays with them throughout they don't lose they lose some and they mature like yeah, everything, all three of them mature. Things change, people change, everything change. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought Bang PD must have been at this time, like just still so certain. Yeah. Bang PD had such a sense of vision yeah. for this group when the group didn't, the boys didn't know if it was the right thing to be no, yeah. doing that. They're really unsure. He's like, 
yeah but then but I also don't think we're doing. I want you to be authentic I want you to share your story and tell your story yeah I also don't think that those boys wouldn't have gone for like a let's have an adult group where you sing and dance and like jump around and yeah just we give you this song and you do the choreo like mm. they wouldn't have been like yeah yeah great oh, awesome I'll join that and maybe some of them would have but uh, yeah it feels like a good fit mm. yeah you want to do the last few bits yes and then it continues to say I have a good sense but it's not mature yet which on the dual set website she says that cam can be a feeling or a sense or it can be persimmon yeah it's a fruit yeah mm-hmm. love that actually love them fruits okay <laughs> yeah. I think I've had one so the feeling is good but it's bitter it's a, yeah it's a pun there's a lot of those coming out in these lyrics later yeah and then it says i try ironing myself smoothing out my wrinkled mind wrinkled mm-hmm. mind rewinding myself no matter how stormy it gets bang time comforts me yeah. oh. <laughs> you should print off put that on a t-shirt yeah it should be more famous amongst army yeah, let's get it trended. I like the well, no, the, the, the idea of comfort, right? The whole lyric really worries her. It says, I try ironing myself, smoothing out my wrinkled mind. I'm like, yeah, that's relatable. And then he's like, but bang, bang, comforts me. I'm like, mm-hmm. and the rewind. So yeah. The, you know, the looking down the video, let's do one more dance practice, that constant review and reflection. Yeah. That even if it's ironed, it certainly is reflecting. Yeah. No, I thought the like smoothing out the wrinkles and stuff was like you know your confused thoughts and all his like worries and and yeah all the stuff that he's mentioned above but I guess we can also like apply it to the smoothing out of their performance wrinkles and then he says my steps will take me to success wanna be now yeah (laughs) yep I'm serious shining brighter than all of the stars at this moment I'm still a born singer on my mic yeah star yeah Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky Mm -hmm. I looked that up its name comes from the Greek word for glowing or scorching and then he's a born singer which obviously I think everyone gets that reference but if you don't it's for a song called born singer (laughs) that they put out on the proof album as a an album song but they initially did it back around this time I think so yeah yes. first anniversary song finished. yeah it was a good one, a good one. I like it it's hip-hop it's hip-hop, hip-hop but like reflective it's not as reflective hip-hop, hip-hop. as the 2015 one <laughs> the 2015 one we'll get on to <laughs> but yeah I only wrote that I think this one but very much does what the verses say they're not trying to be like yay everything's great but instead they're giving us a view of their struggles and fears while showing their gratitude for the support that they've received so far so so yeah and i put thank you to the armies that were there at the time (laughs) (laughs) i think it's easy being an army these days because we've got all the content and all the backlog but at this time you know they only had those first three albums and they were there supporting them so without you guys we wouldn't have them if anyone's an og army thank you and those armies, I'm sure their friends were like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not Bangtan. Like, there's all these other brilliant idol groups who are so much more handsome. Bigger but, companies. Like, not bigger companies. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. You like those Bangtan boys? No. Yeah. Whereas now, ah, who's laughing? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think in the, the building that we visited, that wall would have been empty. Yeah. There would have been no We Will Wait. Oh, that wall would have been empty. Yeah, yeah the first time building. Mm. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't understand, we went to when we went to Korea, we went to the 
old BTS studio building, which is like there's this whole big wall where you can write your messages to BTS on, on the wall. It. Yeah, but like lots of people have already vandalized it. So yeah, it's not like really that vandalizing. Everyone but past is like, oh, yeah, so that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so there's messages from like all around the world. It's really nice, but uh, but yeah. It is weird though because sometimes I was in it on your Spotify so for more comes up as second grade on Dark and Wild but this is the actual so for more so if anyone's yeah. confused I'm confused so if anyone knows yeah. please do write in we'll give you our socials at the end of part three yeah we're confusing trying to figure out all the songs yeah so if anyone's got any uh, insights feel free to let us know should we talk about the links that we found? I've not put performances for this one because a lot of them aren't performances. There weren't that many performances of this stuff, unfortunately. If you weren't at the Magic Shop Master, you never saw any of it. Yeah. <laughs> the first one I've linked is a Bangtan Bomb of them recording the song, which we've already referred to. They've got a bit of a chat at the start where RM sort of explains his vision for the song, but he keeps forgetting the lyrics and then Jungkook remembers them. They're like, oh, I drunk you. It's as if you wrote this, and Doug's like, yeah, yeah, I wrote this. I wrote this. <laughs> um, and he's, he's sort of doing it in a, in a way that's like as if I could write a song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And then, you know, with the 2022 one, he just dropped a banger. He did, yeah. yeah. Spoiler, JK does write songs. <laughs> he does later. Yeah. Oh, do you think that baby JK knew that he'd go on to write his own songs that were just as good? From the look on his face, he did not. Yeah. And they're in the, like, hip-hop apparel era, clothes-wise, yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Logo tees and hoodies yeah, and stuff. He's wearing the beanie. Yeah. Yeah, they've all got great skin, nice and shiny. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the eyeliner, though. Really good has got the eyeliner, hasn't he? In the... Not in the recording, yeah. In the performance, they did. We only found one performance. It was a fan cam, so it's terrible quality. But it's in Manila on the Red Bullet tour. They're quality on the first link in the google doc is really shaky so i do apologize there's a second link that's a lot better but they started after rm had done his verse obviously mm. we needed to include both yeah so that you could also see the outfits although they're not all bad to be honest <laughs> rm's red hair is nice though yeah he's got the fire engine red hair the same one mm. that he has in the it's... when they did the battle of the bounce with black bees yeah it's yeah. different it's recent. not great. I don't I hate like it, it, but yeah. It, I think it's been styled better other times, yeah. but there is as some a parts color, where I just nice. think it looks like the light that's shining on his head. Yeah. yeah. It looks a bit like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, McDonald's. like a bit with curly. Yeah, like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all wearing these black trousers and white tops. It's, mm. Yeah, it's not that mm. interesting, to be honest. He's wearing the beanie again. So they kind of just walk back and forth on stage while they sing. Yeah. It's, uh, they do some arm waving. Like yeah, they do. they do. It's like, come on, guys, everyone, wave, yeah. And in the background, it's got the numbers of like going one to thirty, one to thirty-one, and then each month, and then when it gets to June, it's got thirteen with a star. Aww. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Any final thoughts on sophomore more? Like that? It's cute. Yeah, it is better than I expected because Natasha made the SoundCloud document and I didn't actually look at the SoundCloud document I asked Christine for them so I could download them on YouTube and listen to them on the plane I just got them in a random order and then I just listened through them from whatever but literally whatever whichever one Christine remembered first yeah. so like Den was number one <laughs> so I thought when I've been listening to them like yeah Bulletproof that one was obviously the first one and then I thought Den was earlier but then when I saw it and I was like 2014 now 
that's way too early for sophomore it's such like a good package of a song and it's ot7 surely not and then when i watched the bang tan by one of the performances i was like oh it's baby bang tan baby bang tan's so talented mm-hmm. <laughs> so i liked that oh, that's good it's good all right well moving swiftly on then you mentioned that we are both proof part one is an other ot7 track it was based on one they did before debut and not all of them were there at the time which we'll get on to but it's an ot7 track it was released for festa in 2015 and according to the bts wiki page this was written and produced by rm but i think Sugar and Hobi must have written their own lines just because Yungi uses some of his verse again in his Augusty mixtape and mm. there's no like RM credit on that song. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we've already talked about this a little bit when we did Too Cool for School. So this was a pre-debut song originally and was recorded by RM, Iron and Supreme Boy. Oh yeah. When they were meant to be called BPB. BPB. The song was meant to be called We Are BPB. Um, <laughs> So, um, somebody have gone like, We are BPP, we are BPP. I, yeah, yeah, I rather guess than so. we are bulletproof. Yeah, they were just, no, what were they called? Bulletproof Boys. Bulletproof so, it might have, yeah, it would have still been bulletproof. Bangtan Boys. Um, and they've rewritten some lines, I think, to like make it suitable for OT7, but there's some stuff still in there. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, let's get on to mm-hmm. it. RM. Technically, you should be referring to him as Rap Monster. Yeah, <laughs> and I want, he, I want he a role like to be a, uh, a monster, monster, but he is a monster back then. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. <laughs> Call him Rap Mon yeah. if, you, if you're close to him. I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Rap Monster. Yeah, thank you. That's good. It's because yeah. you do roll your eyes. Yeah, I do. In Norwegian, yeah. yeah. So I'm uh, very skilled at rolling eyes. So, yeah. Some listeners might worry that JK is in the room, but he's not. <laughs> he's that was Christy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Rap Monster. He starts this song. He goes, We are bulletproof. W E. Do the damn thing. Suckers better out because of we causing some crashing, ma'am. Yeah, okay, make of that what you yeah, will. <laughs> okay, but this line is kind of cool. So Jungkook then perhaps it's pretty good actually. And your rap is like the comic gourmet. There's only vanity. And I found out that there was a comic called Gourmet that got turned into a TV show actually. Mm-hmm. But it was written by a guy called Ho Yung Man. But apparently if you say that name as one word, Ho Yung Man, it means only vanity. Oh, nice. It's clever. Nice. Yeah, exactly. I guess you have no money for cigarettes. Why do you only have lights or fire every day? The word for fire that he uses is a homonym for complaints. So I like, you don't have any money for cigarettes. Actually, he's only got complaints every day. And then RM says, RM? Rough monster now. Um, <laughs> says, you put your fists up like that every day until the dawn now i'll let you go there's two meanings to this phrase the first meaning is you're always throwing punches at me but now i'll let you go but the fist could also mean rock in rock paper scissors Mm. and i'll let you go is a homonym with i'll give you paper so it could mean you always use rock but i'll give you paper now i'll I'll always win yeah exactly my rap is like a broken compass there's no needle for direction and again, the needle 
is a homonym for fatigue. So he could be saying there's no tiring me out. And then he says, this song can't escape from humanity. That's our fate. The people who listen to my rap stay civilized. Damn. And apparently civilized is a reference to a game called civilization. Mm -hmm. And the word also sounds like the word for fate. So there's a slang that people say about people who are addicted to or like fated to lose themselves to this game. So really he's saying, stay addicted to my rap. Like you would civilization. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The people who listen to my rap stay addicted. Damn. That's a true story. Exactly. And then we get into the really deep chorus, which is, we are bulletproof, we are, we are bulletproof, okay, we are bulletproof, we are, we are bulletproof, okay. And then Wait. they go on a, like that. I will not repeat it the eighth time. So which it actually at this comes stage out. means very little. Yeah. But later, would grow to mean lots more. Exactly. We are, we are forever bulletproof is a much better chorus because it means more. And then we have Jin. Oh. Yeah. Jin's little Jin's attempt to rap. rap. No, it's worse in this than it is in Deng. Yeah, it, well, it's <laughs> in like, the Deng performance where they switch vocal line. And it's the line. worst of the group, but obviously he's in a group with like he he might be a better rapper than like me or like any of us, but like he's just not as good as this cohort of people yeah, yeah. so i'm not well, trying to hate yeah. um jen obviously he's an excellent vocalist and everything mm. but when he raps it just comes out as like so apologies to jen but it's not your fault because you're not there to rap so don't worry spoiler it gets better it gets better yeah you write your own songs and too. he does look the best he does he does exactly very much so at this time so yeah jen says we are bulletproof soon my time is coming so everyone hold your breath bp coming soon so BP stands for bulletproof. Oh, what? what? No. <laughs> yeah. And it is better than, my name's Jin, I'm so Jin. When I get on the stage, you call me Jin. Yeah. Are we rhymes Jin with Jin in the circle yeah. room cypher. My name is Jin and my stage name is Jin. Jin. That's they all scream, Kim Suk Jin. Yeah, yeah, it's better than that one. My fans, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, handsome. But also RM did write it. Yeah. <laughs> Jim didn't write it, whereas I think in the circle room cipher. He did write that, yeah. It's also really funny. Like, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. yeah. So, um, J-Hope says, Bangtan is running. Steph till dawn. We are rider, rider, rider. And then Trigger says the same thing. V says, you drew a dragon on body, but are you sure you aren't a gangster? But I'm Neutrogena deep clean. Just come out as foam, which I've remember is the line that we drew out in the first episode in the second episode that we ever did yeah yeah apparently drawing a dragon is a homonym with struggling hard so you you're struggling hard but are you sure you aren't a gangster which doesn't make that much sense but yeah and then jimin says and jimin's not a much better rapper than jim but this should be said my swagger isn't pretending to be the school bully or pretending to be a millionaire the difference in our ability level i'll show you on stage and then they do the chorus again we are bulletproof we are, we are bulletproof and then j-hope says we are bulletproof <laughs> <laughs> they've just said it eight times but if you're not sure yeah i'll be here to remind you yeah they're bulletproof you can't aim your guns at us my bangtan is better than the other bastards as in our members are better than others oh i don't care i don't look below me those who receive the bullets focus because i'm a tough guy <laughs> doesn't have a tough bone in his body no. if you're gonna diss just pull down your pants suckers <laughs> um okay so there's an explanation so apparently pull down your pants 
No, don't explain it. That's just what he wants you to. It just comes up as a bit of a different verse if you just think that. <laughs> just like, you're not a fan of mine? Just off with those fans. <laughs> I'll make you a fan. Oh, wow. No. No. Okay. Okay. Apparently, the pull down your pants is there because the word for this can also be used as a derogatory term for undress so it doesn't make that much sense but he's just said if you're gonna diss as in like a derogatory term for un- undress just pull down your pants so it's right links, yeah. if you're gonna undress then just pull down your pants yeah. i guess yeah sugar then says copying me i overcame the bastards who copy doesn't matter if they're hubei or sumbei which means like juniors or seniors mm-hmm. more or less experienced than me i poach them being good for nothing, being whack, being fake. My body is carving history into this place. I'm the savior of this place. And like I said, he repeats almost this entire verse as verse two on the song Augusty, which he released in 2016. So about a year after this. He says, you heard we the Aaron full of I'm sorry. You're really getting into the sound effects yeah. this episode. <laughs> Well, it's meant to sound like a scratching. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, on mine it says like on my disc. And it's so cute, and it's all because he's so like his little like head and stuff. He is the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, trying to be that cool. Spoiler: he gets cooler. If he would have done that in D Day, might have got a higher score. Not for me. For me, maybe from Natasha. Yeah. Well, you can work on that. Then. <laughs> Always good to have goals. Exactly, yeah. And then they do We Are Bulletproof. We Are we are Bulletproof again. Aram does some new ad-libs where he says, you know, this is the future shock, baby. Haha. And then, you better watch us from now on. This is Bulletproof, yeah. And then he says, all the haters go down. That's go this. down where? <laughs> Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. What do we think of this song? guys it's not my favorite even though it is a rap heavy song so we can start mm. there it's just really repetitive the yeah. chorus is just the yeah. rap's like a bit boring if i don't I'm know in, it's like fast but not if i'm in like a silly goofy mood and it's like it's like oh this is so fun so fun <laughs> like when i was listening to it walking around like shopping and i was just like oh my god these people don't know what i'm listening to <laughs> I'm going around be like, we are bulletproof. We are, we are like, we are no gangster. That's <laughs> how I look, you're listening to Super Tuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're really serious and you're like, Super Tuna, Tuna, Tuna. No one knows. <laughs> I'm um, surprised it came after Sophomore. Yeah, same. In my head, it's the first one and they get off the hook. Yeah. Because it's the first one, but they didn't record a lot of it and write it earlier. Mm, we are bulletproof part two was already out so they were probably like fans are gonna wonder what this part one is exactly Mm -hmm. Mm. so and we've got it and it's a special gift for those fans who want to know the origins yeah exactly Mm. so uh thanks for that but um... (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that but moving on (laughs) no it's fine i i wrote that it does the same thing as some of the early songs in the cyphers like Mm. it lets them bang on about the haters and how much better they are which Mm. is true so you know (laughs) which is true keep just spreading those facts guys it's uh, it's cool 
you put in one performance yeah that's the only one i could find of this it's from the bts begins concert series which was in march 2015 so a little bit before best actually Mm-hmm. I put Sugar looks adorable in his little bandana oh, tied at the front. Does not look he adorable. Does. He does. He looks adorable. He looks like a little baby. Exactly. <laughs> Trying to be swaggy, adorable. which is very confusing for everyone there. Adorable. Jin looks great because I didn't write anything about anyone else. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so shocked. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if you were still pretending to be a V-bias. Uh, actually, I have written about, there's a good bit of Tay Growl for the Neutrogena deep clean bit. Mm, there is? Yeah. And Aaron's JK got... doesn't look that young, is what i JK doesn't look that young. Aaron's got young. the awful side shape. Oh, yeah. The I don't hate that that much. I've always hated it. Yeah. And Hobie looks really young. I'd yeah. He's got a bit of coconut. Oh. Um, no one's really pulling it off. If you're confused about coconut, it's like the bull haircut thing that sometimes mm. they have, especially when their hair's not been styled. My favorite bit is when at the chorus, when they like jump around and have their arms out back like they're airplanes and then yeah. they do this little jump and then they switch up. And the hype man jump. Yeah. I'd just be confused. I don't know whether they'd also like said before at all that they were doing this because like, if not, then none of these people who are at this concert would know the song. Yeah, but that's probably why it's like, we are bulletproof because once you eat one, you're like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the you can sing along. Yeah. yeah, and they must have known something because they got the army bombs. Oh, so. they knew that they were at a BTS concert. <laughs> <laughs> Fair bet to bring out that just, army bomb. I'm just, like, oh my god, I've got this with me by chance. I've just come to pull down my pants. <laughs> I came as a hater because I didn't understand my pants. But actually, now I've got this army bomb. Oh, forgive me. Yeah. So, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you went to that concert, I hope you had a lovely time mm. and that you were able to sing along with the very complicated chorus, which I'm sure you were. Um, <laughs> all right. Shall we move on? I know. 2015 to 2016. I know. By, I know. Um, it's just RM and JK in this By one. our boys. Hi, hi. <laughs> um, it's written by RM and produced by RM and P Dog. That dog, bro, bro. That big dog, yes. <laughs> Yeah, love that guy, <laughs> that P dog. Um, so it starts off with JK mm-hmm. saying, "Know you love me, girl, so that I love you. Know you love me, boy, so that I love you." One of the notes is that the use girl and boy and love, like not limiting it to just female fans. Yeah, I think that was the the sentiment. But I did read that some people have taken it as a. LGBTQ plus support mm. song, mm. which I guess you could also interpret it as. So next line is thank you so much for being by this side for three years. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Their third anniversary. Now you love me, girl, so that I love you. Now you love me, boy, so that I love you. I'll be by your side for you always. Don't worry about a thing, my love. Yep. And then RM comes in. It's a really nice uh Vocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, great iron vocal. But this red carpet laid out in front of me is the tears of blood of someone who loves me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> JK is like, I love you all. Thank you for being our fan. Aaron's like, this is your tears of blood. I'm so sad. Yeah. 
I think he means as in like the efforts of the fans that support them yeah, has yeah. led to their recent success because by this time they're like reasonably successful with mm. uh, HYYH. Mm-hmm. When I read it, first thing that came to mind is the Twilight scene where she's like having a nightmare and everyone's piled up in a all dead. She's oh yeah, them all and. I don't wedding. think that's what it's referring to. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's how I pictured the like all these dead people and all blood pouring. Oh, yeah, no, that is tough. Yeah, um, yeah. that's probably not <laughs> what he's saying. After he referenced Snowpiercer, he was right on that twilight. And then he says, "Perhaps that's why it's red. I know your gaze remained fixed on me that day. Can't be replaced by anything in the world. A peace shared between only you and me." It's so cute. So the fans that have seen him at like a concert or a fan mean or whatever, he wants to treasure those memories no. with just them and him. Yeah. Oh, an yeah. angel boy. Yeah. And then it's the bit which says, "Say to me if you love me. Tell me if you're same with me. For my people who I'm thankful for, the only thing I can do to sing for you, say I love you, tell you." That I love you too. I'll sing with all my heart if I can hear, if you can hear my voice. Yeah. JK does a beautiful, beautiful vocal. Yeah. yeah. No, they mm. take turns singing the bits mm, as well because yeah. there's quite a lot of RM singing. Yeah. Mm. This is probably like one of the first songs I listened to with like RM vocal. Oh, oh nice. Really? So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you scroll down to the bottom of my 2016, 2017 playlist that I made on SoundCloud is down here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So they do the chorus again twice, and then that's the end of the song. So that's. Uh... Yeah. Did you have more? Oh, no. I just forgot where I was. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a really short song. There's not a lot really of Really short song, yeah. Yeah. Because I was listening to it the other day just to like confirm a part or something, and I was like, how is this song like two minutes, 47 seconds? It's like there's literally no lyrics here. But uh, the ones that that are there are nice mm-hmm. you know and they want to sing to us because they're grateful mm-hmm. so yeah um, and Aaron wrote it and gave it to JK to sing mm-hmm. with himself come yeah. on my boy I saw a meme that was like uh, JK going live again because he's got so many mental bitches to take care of <laughs> um, and that reminded me of that where I was like come on we've got these crazy bitches we need to no. sing something for them yeah. <laughs> they're mental we need to like support them comfort them come on yeah. it kind of is same vibe of the serendipity like demo by RM where mm. he's like but then you listen to that and you're like actually that's quite good but then yeah. it's like Jimin come on I guess like it'd be weird if they randomly did a festival song and then they're like, oh, it's just one person. Yeah, well, <laughs> so it's like, like it's just Jin. Yeah, they're just like, oh, this is third anniversary. RM got another banger, but it's a bit vocally, but like, oh, I can't do it on my own. Well, they do songs on their own later when we get there. But that's after you've had like an album. Yeah, mm. solos, especially no for RM, he's always got to bring one of his <laughs> one of his kids along. Mm. Mm. But yeah, it's cute. I like it. I like Aram and JK together as a pairing with the whole I joined BTS because of RM. Any mm. Namco coming? I found a couple of links. I don't know where this is from at all, but there is a clip of them performing it. Jungkook's in like a black outfit and Aram mm-hmm. has like a blackberry and a camel coat and they've got the hair from Blood, Sweat and Tears. Mm-hmm. But it's nice. They just sing the song really 
I was a little bit confused on why RM's wearing a big coat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, JK's wearing a big coat. Or is it a blazer? Well, I was kind of thinking, know. like, is it just, like, a practice? But then it, like, zooms no. out and there's people there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's like, people. Why is he No, JK's wearing a coat inside as well. He's yeah, wearing, but... like, a black roll neck and then a overcoat. He's, like coat just looks like a bit like a jacket like when they do like not today and they've got like the bombers on adam's yeah. wearing like a a long big it's like coat. an outer coat yeah no but yeah. jk's is an outer coat it goes all the way to his knees yeah maybe that's just weird styling yeah i think so there's also a clip of them doing the japanese version it says that's at a japan fan meeting so maybe this was a korea fan meeting because mm. yeah. yeah it wasn't part of the like the tour set list i don't think there's also a third clip, which I thought was quite strange, oh. but it's like an ad for Puma, but there's oh, only yeah. the two of them in it. So that one mm. is like, they do it in little units. Um, so there's that one, and then I think there's the riding around on a bike, or like Jimin spills some lemons. So there's like a, a range of adverts for that yes. Puma, I have... this one's got the two of them in it. Yes, right. I, th- I think so. Yeah, the Puma ad's cute. They look happy. So they can be like, shit, I've got my Puma stuff on, I'm miserable. (laughs) They look so happy. (laughs) Puma makes you miserable. (laughs) There actually is another clip that I included, which is just them singing the song, like the first few bars of the song, like a cappella, and then Tay's behind them making these like big eyes. They're the best thing that ever happened to him. Yeah, Tay's got a bit of a fanboy in him. We'll see that in this uh, in this series. <laughs> but yeah, there's a uh, clip of him doing a funny reaction to a couple of lines of the song as well for your enjoyment. Yeah, and then Jimmy comes to comfort him. Oh. And Aram does the little finger hat and the cheek. Oh, Very cute. cute. All right. Well, should we call it there for part one of this Festa mm. run through. Yes. 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 Thanks for listening, everyone. And I've been Christine. I've been Leanne. And I've been Natasha. And we have been Generation, Generation BTS. BTS. Happy Festa.